This is the best announcer in the world, Mean Gene OG, here with the great. I want to ask you, what's your feeling about sneaker culture right now? How do I feel about the sneaker? It doesn't matter how I feel about the sneaker culture. It's the Soul Material Podcast. We're coming for the championship. We're taking over all podcasts. And one day we will have millions. Millions? And millions of followers. Uh, but right now I need you to shut your mouth, know your role, and tune in to the next episode because it starts right now. Let's head over. talk about some of the best duos in hip-hop um talk about you know q-tip and fife or you know stacks and big boy you know what i mean and i you got a yin and a yang and you know and with us this topic particularly i want to give t mark the street shark all the credit in the world um but basically you know being prodigy to my havoc man because i was just talking about going insane until he balanced me out and he said this is what we're going to talk about here optics in the game and i'll give you guys a quick scenario of what drove me over the edge more than a handful of times um since the summer um wait time out really quick go back tell him one more time because this is that important optics before you get into the story what do you mean by optics and then dive in we this is that important by optics it's What's real and what's fake. There you go. It is what appears to be. You do a little research because you realize that things don't seem what they look to the eye. And you're like, oh, this is what's going on. Yep. Objects in the mirror are closer than they appear. Definitely. Go. So we've talked about this before many a times alluding to it with, um, Acquiring products too early by going to the black market, um, buying for resale, and then you realize that there's always a restock or there's always a store that's getting a restock or online there is a restock and so forth. With every single major release for the past three or four years, it has been the same cycle. So Hmm. Tony has observed and he has alluded to a few times in episodes, even this go around about how he think that is malicious it's intentional it's strategic of companies of stores and so forth hold on to some product to give you guys this illusion quote-unquote optics of things may be sold out at a certain time because if they just inflate the whole market it would deflate which we have dealt with that before um in the early 2000s and also in the mid 2000s if you've been around that long um, the housing market and the stock market crash almost aligned with what was going on in the sneaker culture. And what's going on now is um, what I thought was fraud or what I thought was artificial in which um, I would sell products, um, particularly shoes on StockX, for example, and it will have the date stamp and the time of the product that I sold, which I knew it was mine because it lined it with my email. However, the price that it actually sold for and what they're showing on their site it's sold for is different. And it's different in the fact that my product may have sold for 380, but they're showing a time date and a timestamp of my product selling for 490. 
So guess what? The next person comes up and they ask for 500 and they may get that. Although my product sold for less than what they were advertising. It was sold as this happened to me a many a time. The first time it happened was during the pandemic. Um, two years ago. Um, if you guys with art acquisition during the pandemic, there was steals galore because as stores shut down, their prices continue to drop. So if you were in an urban market, if you were, um, in the flow of what Foot Locker was doing, there were plenty of products that was going for $29.99, $39.99 that I acquired during the pandemic because as things weren't selling and they were sitting and sites were down or stores were down, guess what? They kept on just marking the prices down if the stores were open and things were not selling. So a couple of items, particularly the Air Force One um, China edition, the uh, China uh, New Year edition, and also the um, Air Max, what, 280, 290, what have you, 270, I believe it is, but the Seattle Seahawk edition, um, home edition, which was an all green with the funky, you know, teal, um, you know, green bubble on it and had the, the, the stickers and, um, I guess I've got to call the things that you put on there with, with, with the Velcro and, and, and so, so forth that came with, with the package and everything. And, um, East Bay footlocker.com 29.99. $160 shoe. These shoes were going for at least $190 because they were exclusive to quote unquote Seattle. And um, when I sold them on StockX, I said, you know what? Give me, I, I just want $170 flat. So put up there for $190. Sold for $190. They showed up there for $250. So everyone was asking $250, $255 or above. And this was pissing me off. And this has gone on totally. And T Mart has done some research to kind of calm me down. Cause I'm like, isn't this fraud in which they're kind of deflating what my sell is and they're kind of executing things in which they're kind of artificially kind of making the market to be more so they can make more because the more a, a product is the more more money they get so people may say was well, number 10 dollars number 15 dollars number 20 dollars you know say that times twenty thousand sales a day or fifty thousand sales a day or a hundred thousand sales a day on a good that's a lot of money so we're talking about a market here in the shoes. We're talking about a multi-million, billion-dollar industry where these things kind of count. And with us being about integrity, with us being about, um, you know, just being true to the game, this bothered me. And Tony, um, give them um, what you told me and what you researched to kind of calm me down and make sure that I wasn't going crazy and we were just getting, you know, bamboozled with them trying to get more money by showing fake prices. All right. So this is the clarity over popularity <laughs> section of the of the conversation, uh, because, again, I agree. I'm not going to I can't ever take away from your experience. Um, but one of the key words that when we were chatting, it was, you know, this this is fraudulent. Um, and what I came back and saying, I was like, oh, no, it's real. It's very real. Um, we don't like it. Um, it's not necessarily a good thing. But what happens is um, this is it can be confusing for the customers and it, and it feels like it's purposeful in the ambiguity um, and the way everything is structured. So there's one main disclaimer all throughout StockX. All right. And anything you're looking at, all right. And underneath any listing bid sale or whatever, or maybe on top of it, it will say you're looking at global data. All right. Global data, meaning it can't, it may not be the most, refreshed up to date. Um, and we're getting views based off of where you're at 
uh, in the world, right? So, um, because they have certain distribution centers throughout the country. Um, so it's more of a, you might get the view of the proximity of the distribution so that it could flow through their shipping and their, their, uh, you know, checkpoints of those centers where they often, uh, they authorize stuff. Um, they have multiple locations. So you might just be getting the price based off of the proximity of the average shipping based on the distribution center, right? Um, so different people are going to see different prices, all right? So I've, I've done some of that research to see because I've noticed, especially in the last year in 2021, that I don't always see the same prices or there's some of the low prices that are there aren't available well, in the beginning, they weren't available for you to buy, um, you know, so you can like see the view, but then like when you select the buy now, it's a different price. Well, that's why, um, because you're looking at global data and it's kind of pinged off of <laughs> where the distribution is. So to your story, Kev, of you selling the shoe and the, the price of the final listing being different, necessarily higher, um, than what you, what you got. So that would, um, skew the next person looking at it because the next person looking at it that's going to sell the shoe is going to look at what's sold. So if they see that it was sold for higher, they're going to try to sell it for high too, right? Um, so then here goes the inflation. Um, and then if the consumers and the people using the apps aren't educated on what's going on, um, so the price gouging going up and down um, is, is on you, you know, because you, you're going to list stuff right underneath where the the last listing is you can't you know there's a trend to keep undercutting the prices um some of my strategies are to not undercut you know where you just go one dollar underneath and then someone has this bidding war back and forth um one of the things that i like to do is um actually bid a little bit higher than the lowest bid all right because half the time i don't know if the lowest bid is actually gonna really sell or sometimes you know if you try to do the buy it now and the card doesn't work you know what does it do it just resets to whatever that ask was um so that being said i recently uh listed a pair of shoes i'm not gonna name the shoe but i'll just say i listed them um the lowest ask was 347 dollars mm -hmm. 347 dollars all right i made an ask of 350 so i went on top of it all right because i like to see that uh because just because of this supply and demand thing as soon as one item gets sold um the next person has is urgent to buy the next one that's why i lined up behind somebody <laughs> because my buy is going to be more urgent than yours you just guys don't realize that <laughs> uh, that's what i've picked up on it so there you go tip tip uh on how to sell um so when i posted it for 350 and the lowest ass was 347 as soon as i hit save what happened my listing turned green and then when i looked at it it said the lowest ass was 350 dollars how in the world did i instantly be the lowest ass while making the price higher hmm. how does that work it's a view all right because i couldn't even see that uh, 347 anymore it was just me uh you know so like did i just i didn't just bump you off the <laughs> off the map um you still exist you just don't exist in this view so that means that someone that's in my proximity is going to see me as the lowest and then someone else where they're closer to they'll probably see that 347 um 
and then that's what again. So imagine when you're buying and selling, all of those the prices are fluctuating, right? What other industry has prices as volatile as this, <laughs> and the people still show up and then keep pouring money on it like it's gasoline with no questions with no questions this is why we're doing this clarity over popularity stand back and watch okay and just watch this magic happen uh you know what i'm saying and then if you're more patient um you don't have to you know uh oh i have to have uh, you know these new balances that are you know eight hundred dollars in retail like stop it okay just let it go um you know subscribe to my mini shoe destiny <laughs> theory where you will have many shoes anyway. You don't, you will not have all of them. <laughs> okay. So if you don't get one, then you don't get it. You might get it later because it's going to come back. Or if no one can resell it, it's going to sit around forever. <laughs> and then you can just scoop it up off of eBay or something and catch a, a seller slipping because they just trying to liquidate and get rid of stuff because they sat on it too long, probably because they didn't practice their art and know how to sell. Um, they not listening to the podcast. You are, um, um, so again, when it comes to, um, you know, that global data, beware, um, because the highs and lows, we already have the epidemic of not being the best trade and negotiators, um, with, uh, um, other generations coming into the mix on how to negotiate. Cause everyone just walks in with a low ball. You know, I hate hearing, you know, what's the lowest you'd ever do. You don't walk into a negotiation and then the person's really going to say, what's the low? And even if I did, half of these dudes would come back and then lowball underneath that. You know what I'm saying? So That's the game. Yeah. And then where's, you know, but meanwhile, if we gave it to you for retail, you'd be asking the gazillion. You, you'd ask the most questions if we gave it to you for box price, which is the weirdest thing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You pay 300%. You don't ask no questions. You pay retail. You ask questions as if something's wrong we're our psyche <laughs> what what happened um you know what i'm saying um so again this i feel like we putting people on the couch now <laughs> um so that they can uh this is therapy uh it's not only the podcast you cheer for but this is the therapeutic podcast uh, <laughs> so that you can actually learn what's going on you have control you don't know you're in the matrix exercise your right your authority yes and if you see something say something like Question it, all right? Um, if it feels that it's not right, you feel taken advantage of, guess what? <laughs> You're probably right. You are getting taken advantage of. Um, so, again, that's just two two recent stories that we both had buying and, uh, you know, and, and, and you know, selling um, um, in the, you know, on, on StockX. Um, you know, we didn't talk about all the other optics of just how you got advertised and, 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 and things of that nature. So if you don't mind, uh, brother EO, I too have a story to tell. <laughs> Where's the organ music? We don't have that yet. We, <laughs> no, we ain't got that. No. <laughs> but with the story that I have, all right, this is another, uh, egregious level of optics. All right. So not at the sale level, but this is more at the advertising social media um, uh, level. Uh -huh. So bear with me for a second. Um, so here's the story. <laughs> All right. So recently, um, you know, especially with the, the way that the world is going with the pandemic, um, social injustice, um, you know, the diversity, inclusion, um, everything that we're going through right now on so many different levels in our society. Um, 
that also leaves us vulnerable, right? Because there is a younger generation that, you know, they are conscious. They're more conscious than maybe my generation and beyond beyond that. Um, And I say conscious, it's a social consciousness of, you know, the the rise of nonprofits and the rise of, of brands, no matter what industry, being philanthropic. Right. You know, some of the portions go towards charity or a serviceable cause to community. Right. Um, I like what the younger generation attaches themselves to these type of um, um, missions um, in how they choose to spend some of their money. All right. But you do it in other stuff. But it's just like you can do it here, too, um, if you want to and have that that honor uh, and integrity. So when it comes to that, there could be fake people. Uh, that are playing on that sympathy, um, you know, because we're in a wave of, you know, support black businesses, mm-hmm. all right? Um, so, but you don't know who's behind the scenes on the internet, all right? Especially social media. So, guess what? It's not just dating where you could get catfished. You can get catfished when it comes to any product um, that a company wants to put in front of your place, uh, in front of your face and, and feed it to you, especially through social media, especially Uh-oh. if they have money and they can start, you know, spending the dollars to, for those sponsored ads that keep showing up on your damn timeline. All right. So with that, there was a particular post on Instagram that had been circulating that really got my attention. All right. Um, and it was being picked up by a lot of outlets that, say they uh, support black culture, black empowerment, um, you know, and just embracing uh, black businesses and things like that. So the story is of a 16-year-old kid. Um, they, they showed a picture of a kid. Um, I think it has a picture of, of him, like, with his face and then another still of his, like, mom holding him and stroking his face or something. Looks real dramatic, right? Uh, and it says, 16-year-old kid saves lunch money to start a sneaker brand. Huh. So now, you know, I'm reading the comments and people, oh, I want to support, send me the link, and da-da-da. Um, and, you know... I felt the same way, but I always do research because, you know, I don't care if you're a black owned business or not. I just, I support who I like, um, you know, and who has honor, who has integrity. Um, so, uh, because I would have to like your product at the end of the day, I'd like, it's nice that you're black, but you know, do what I consume your product. Um, so that being said, um, I did more research. I keep seeing them show the story show up. There's like two or three different slides um, that I keep seeing. And when I see it, um, I finally find the name of the sneaker brand. All right. So I look up the sneaker brand and I, and I look up the, the names. I don't want to infringe on any other things that we may have going on. So I'm actually not going to name the names right now. Um, so when I was going through it, um, but you guys, I'm going to leave the treasure map. You guys can figure it out once you listen to the whole, the rest of the story. Um, so with that, um, you know, I did the research, went to the brand and then I kept scrolling through that brand's page. And uh, Instagram page, and I keep looking. I was like, this stuff looks so familiar. I've seen some of this stuff. And then there's one picture in particular um, that totally caught my attention. You know why? Because I've seen it before. All right? Um, And I was like, man, not only have I seen it before, this looks like they're taking pictures from another site and just feeding it to their their Instagram as if they... uh, this is their product. So then I go to their website and then I see their website is really 
the same frames as the other website that I think where they're getting their stuff from, right? Um, and when I say the frames, the whole website, the color palette is the same, the frames of the website, of the, of the how you navigate and what way the products are displayed, they're all the same, right? Okay, now, but everything, all the pictures are the same except for the names of the shoe, <laughs> all right? So now it just looks super funny. I'm like, what is going on here that you are just taking the same products from another site and just changing the name of the, of the actual shoes and then you're using the pictures on the website, all right? So I actually start commenting on the pages. Like, hey, what's going on here? I keep seeing this, um, you know, story about a 16-year-old uh, black kid saving his lunch money to start a sneaker company. And now, if anybody knows it, it don't really start like that. So if you, how did you get in? And how much money did you save um, <laughs> to start a sneaker brand? I want to start one too. Um, so with that, um, I see, boom, that this, they started, uh, they deleted my comments. Because I'm saying this is misleading. And I tagged the other brand who I know that where the real products are coming from. And I say, do you guys, um, are you affiliated with them? If so, can you explain and add clarity to what your brand is? Because this looks like you're catfishing. Oh, I said a different word. It just looks like clickbait. Uh, I think that that's exactly what I said. It mm. looked like clickbait um, just because, and you're leading with the black business. But meanwhile, I don't even know if you're black. All your pictures look repurposed. I, I, I don't even know if you're real black people behind these things, right? Because um, one picture had a picture of his dad or something like that. So I commented on that. They deleted all my stuff, and then they blocked me. Uh, they blocked me. Blocked um, your account totally. They totally blocked my account. So I can still get into it through other accounts and see. That's how I noticed that they blocked me. Um, and so to wrap this story up for our audience, uh, you know, the punchline of the story is when I when I said that I went to their site um, and their Instagram page you know for the 16 year old kid that's you know selling uh, saved his lunch money to sell shoes I scroll down the page and something hit me I've seen this before I I actually know the person who's wearing the shoes can you guess who that person is guess what I'll tell you right now the person is sitting next to me recording this podcast. Dun, 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 dun. So they are literally stealing people's pictures. X marks the spot. Calling <laughs> their products something else, stealing people's pictures. And then the whole premise is it's a black owned business by a 16 year old kid. Um, who saved his lunch money, working so hard, all right? And then you're using these other black empowerment um, sites, uh, you know, on Instagram to feed, which now just looks like paid advertisements. Um, it makes me question all the black empowerment that those other sites are really doing in the first place. Uh, so that's my story. <laughs> Objects in the mirror are closer than they appear, um, even when they're on your own foot and they're telling you it's something else. Ew. Ew, ew. I, that, that's it. Ain't no extra points punchline. If that didn't double back or I gave you the treasure map, go look it up and you can figure it out. All right. But we couldn't go uh, without talking about this. You know who you are. You literally blocked the shark uh, from calling you out. And, and again, all I asked for was clarity. I didn't say, I didn't accuse you of, of, of anything. I said it looks like clickbait. 
um, and you're posing with this story. Can you clarify? Because if he clarified and really went in, then I wouldn't have no problem. And they'd probably be invited on this podcast. But right now, now we got beef. Because you blocked me. Ew. So what are we going to do? Ew. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's nothing else we can say. Um, So all this is is just a, an invaluable lesson in optics. We talked about how it looks like on StockX and everything like that. But, you know, while you're scrolling through your Instagram, you know, be, get, be careful of the catfishing. All right. These stories are getting more egregious, more reach. They're reaching more. And I guarantee you, it's people that don't look like us. Um, wonder why so many vultures keep coming into our culture because we keep letting them in. All right. You know, close the door. All right. Stop advertising how much money we're spending and all this other stuff. Um, uh, and hopefully people will eventually, you know, come and go and then leave us alone. Um, stop picking at our culture. Um, and there's too many people that are just will remain uneducated and will just like, I want to support, I want to support and will just blindly do things like that. Um, and meanwhile, there are people that are out there being very intentional in targeting you, um, and trying to take your money and you're thinking you're supporting, um, some kid starting his own business. And meanwhile, there's some, probably some grown adult in another country <laughs> laughing at y'all right now. Cause here's the key thing, Tony, we talked about this in the exhibition is that, um, we are a part of an era which we had to do research, go to a library, pick up an encyclopedia. Now, with the advancement of technology, everything is so visual, um, it's hard not to believe all that you see. And it takes the equal amount of work, I argue, that we had to do back in the day to kind of make sure what you are reading or what you are seeing is factual, <laughs> is integral. <laughs> Are those things because you could get stuck on just things being such instant gratification these days and just believing everything that you scroll and see and you roll. And before you know it, you're getting catfished. You're dealing with these optics. You're dealing with someone telling you that this shoe sold out in 20 seconds and then you go pay $280, shoe and then two weeks later, it's sitting at the store when you go to your local mall and you're upset. So um, after a while, you start to see a trend like, hold up. What is going on here? And Tony and I just want to put it out there that a lot of stuff is not as um, accidental or as coincidental as you may believe. Yeah, definitely. Which is, again, why we just wanted to add clarity so that you could, again, I know what era we came from of uh, acquiring knowledge, um, but it's so necessary. We have crossed into this age of over-information that now everything nothing's authentic and nothing has to be authentic it's just get the story out there first and see who who can react um and then just go from there um and then what you can get out of it because it was never about anything else it was never about anything else but just capitalizing and you we've left ourselves vulnerable <laughs> in this culture and i think this is going to be a topic we're going to end up tackling um throughout our journey here at soul material because um, I have a feeling that the depth and complexity of this is going to continue. And I think that it's um, going to be something we're going to have to discuss um, throughout the years because um, like the story you just told, where did the game change, Tony, which something like this is actually happening, not being called out, not shutting people down. Cause we were, we're from an era in which we were from that public enemy 
fight the power type of era almost in which um, you were almost shamed <laughs> if someone even not saying you were guilty of proven innocent, but if you were proven guilty with something like this, you know, your brand would take a major hit. And now it's like, oh, okay, well, no problem, but still like the shoes and that's it. And I'm just like, wow. Yeah. I mean, and again, we, we've touched on so many topics throughout all of our episodes of the, the influence, you know, you know, you being yourself, um, all of, you know, what companies are doing to you, um, and what choices you have. And all of those, uh, play a factor into, into this equation as to why, um, you know, I feel like it's like that um, old Dave Chappelle skit where he uh, pretended like the Internet was like a mall and then he walked through the mall and you just get these random pop ups. And it was like, hey, come into this room. And then it's like the, the X rated site or something like that. And then it's like all these things that happen in the Internet are happen They're actually happening in real life. Um, you know what I'm saying? And there's just so many different barriers that you're just totally not paying attention to. Um and, um, you know, there's a reason why, um, these things are happening. Um, it's because people have shown that they're willing to, to pay. They're, they're willing to, um, you know, make emotional decisions without, uh, actually, uh, seeking knowledge and, and therefore their decisions and their buying habits are not fact-based. Um, and that's what comes with over-information. It's too much stuff out there and people don't want to, to take the time to decipher between the two. So then... Here comes the catfish. It was bound to happen, but this one just surprised me because, um, again, it was your foot um, that I'm seeing circulating over the internet. Um, and um, unreal. I just thought that this was just this isn't the first time this stuff has happened to like either one of us. But you know, is this just happened right in front of my face where I was just like, and you block me? Um, like you didn't even try to clarify or DM me, right? You don't have to tell everyone. You know what I'm saying? DM me and have me to had a conversation, but you just erase my comments and then block me like that that tells me that you're guilty uh you know what i'm saying and you know that you don't want people thinking this way i did see other people in the comments uh in, in certain posts like are you guys associated with and then they would tag the same brand that i did i just went directly and said this looks fishy please explain um and then they just blocked me i'm like dang like all right you can look at my page. You can see that I ain't a nobody. You know what I'm saying? And uh, maybe that's what it was. I don't know. Um, maybe they saw that we had a podcast too. <laughs> we'll need a part two of this because you say it's a beef. You didn't say that it was a beef that was squashed. So this is still pending. <laughs> oh, yeah. It ain't going nowhere. You know what I'm saying? Like, because I'm still blocked. <laughs> So, and I'm caring less about what you think right now because you're exposing what's going on. If anything, I'm just monitoring to see how long you last mm. um, and see if you you make it to 2022 because uh, you might not. Um, but, and again, especially if you have customer service complaints on some of those comments that I was looking at too because people aren't getting their stuff on time um, or they've paid and they're not getting it. And you, I've seen some of the weak excuses that you have, but whatever, that's cool. You know, y'all keep, keep... <laughs> Keep doing it. Um, the consignment shops will take your money, uh, take your products and sell them and not give you your money. It's the same thing. You got people catfishing, just saying shoes are popular. So I got shoes and black people like shoes. And so we'll just say a kid, uh, you know, had a heartfelt story and then people will buy it. And then, then they did buy it. Look, there's a lot of people making a lot of money off of fakes and catfishing. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I'm smart enough to do both, but 
I don't have the integrity. I have the integrity to not do any of it. Um, you know what I'm saying? Uh, let me clarify that. Um, because I'm not here to game you. We're, I'm trying to put you on the game. You know what I mean? So that's been, um, you know, our extended session over here for optics because it needed that much attention. Part one. Um, that it needed a whole extra length episode just to cover um, the catfishing and all the global data uh, that's right in front of your face uh, where you're trying to sit by and sell. and But you don't know really what you're paying. So be careful. And with part two, I got to feel it's going to be just as complex, just as in-depth. So we're going to need this much time just to go into um, explaining what's going on, um, give some clarity on our perspective and our view and what we researched and what we know to be factual and to go from there, let people decide. But these type of topics, Tony, unfortunately, I don't hear these things anywhere on the net. So I'm just like people just um, joiners and, the, and, and, and hate and haters. And that's it. I, I don't see this, this in between where people are not necessarily complaining, but they're bringing up these topics in a very intellectual, just questionable way to say, Hey, this is what I'm viewing. This was going on. Let's have this discussion. I don't hear any podcast, anybody. It's almost everyone is just being, Hey, I'm rooting for this person or I like this, or I hate that. And you're either a lover or a hater or not just, I'm so against that man. Cause I think that there's, there has to be a balance in the game because um, there's a lot going on and um, you can't be that extreme to where you, you either, you know, you hide or you're not, you like it or you don't, you love it or, or, or you hate it. Like, no, it's a lot of stuff that's going on in between that needs to be cleared up. That's bringing on the love or increasing the hate. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think my final thought is just, it's just too much balance in the truth. Um, that's why everyone avoids it because it, it, like, cause you'd have to honor the truth all the time. And for some reason, um, just faking it and, and not being authentic is easier to people, but it doesn't leave the game where it needs to be. So I think that that's a, that's my final thought. I mean, we could again, talk for a very long time. That's why I probably had to do it. Uh, a part two but again this is uh why we're the podcast you cheer for uh we want to make sure that there, that we give you all the clarity um so as you digest these episodes you know you have this experience you have we want to know about it talk to us you know engage on our social media tell us a story go comment um if this resonates with you uh, uh, <laughs> i hope that you didn't have this experience um but you know it's happening out there you know let's talk about it you know follow us um Soul material on uh that's soul material on IG. So um any other final thoughts before we wrap up? OG. I'm good, man. I'm just um intrigued to see the feedback we get from this episode particularly and um see what part two comes about because um as we are analyzing and, and observing and a part of this thing daily, um we are seeing a whole lot and um as you see you are experiencing a whole lot as well directly, not just indirectly. So um, I'm going to see how all this kind of shakes out, um, particularly with uh, squash and this beef. And um, we'll go from there, man. But I'm just um, excited about us bringing up these kind of topics because um, they're complex, they're in depth. And like you said, man, I think that it's a thing in which people would rather not talk about it because it's, um, I guess, easier to be on the surface. And um, we're kind of breaking the surface and we're going into the core of a lot of things. So, All right. Well, for now, this beef is forever. <laughs> Peace out. But I'll let it go. See you next time, Peace folks. Peace out. Peace.
The real hero tonight, along with Juwan Howard, of course, is uh, Chris Weber, who uh, a career-high 40 points, a triple-double. I think you two have a good thing going, Chris, <laughs> yeah. don't you? Yeah, I do, huh? too. Yeah, we play well together. It's like uh, I know what he's doing before he knows it.